Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignetti. Buddy, it's been too long. It's been over a week uh, since we did this. And since then, uh, you know, Twitter is ablaze with free agent rumors, uh, all kinds of stuff being said and written, my man. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, we, we, you know, we sat back a little bit to see what the franchise tag is, which is creeping, I think, because of the new CBA. You know, teams are waiting to see what the hell happens with that. Right. Um, you know, um, free agency is a couple of weeks away. Uh, looks like a couple of big names will be tagged, though. It looks like uh, Tampa Bay might tag Shaq Barrett. Yeah, so that that dream so, ends. That, that that dream ends quickly, huh? Yeah, well, you know, that's something everybody expected. Uh, it looks yeah. like Chris Jones might get tagged in Kansas City, and we'll see. You know, listen, Jerry, there's a lot of wild stuff going on on Twitter. I mean, even as far as Tom Brady being the quarterback of the Giants next year. <laughs> I mean, that's one I mean, that just won't die. I mean, this is where we're at here. I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's so ridiculous, you know, what's going around. Um, that is one of them. Um, listen, Jerry, New England's just waiting to see what goes on with this new CBA contract with the players. And, and then I think they'll make their pitch for Brady and get him back in. I don't think he's going anywhere. But as far as going to Giants, I mean, that is, that is ludicrous. Okay, so I mean, this is the stuff that's going around Twitter now. You see, you see stuff going on. You see some more clickbait about Derek Brown. Gettleman likes Brown. Might take him with number four pick. I mean, I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. like, how does anybody know what Gettleman's thinking right now? I mean, this is if we go through this every year, Jerry, and, and it's no different this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I always feel like telling Giant fans, like, let's all back. And this is bad for business, so I shouldn't say it. But like, back away from Twitter for a while because there's so much speculation. Like, someone puts out an article. You know, what does this make sense? Does that make sense? Should the Giants trade back? Should they stay put? Are they going to take this Derek Brown kid from Auburn, right? Um, you yeah. know, is another defensive tackle. Well, he's really not a defensive tackle. He's a monster, right? He's like 6'4", 6'5", 325. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a stud of a player. It's just, there's, no one knows, like you said, right? You always say it all the time, dude. No one knows, right? What, what, right. what is keeping the Tom Brady thing alive is people reading into Joe Judge's responses, right? Like he won't, yeah. he won't talk about Daniel Jones. Well, he's not talking about anybody, right? That doesn't mean he wants Tom Brady right. on the team. <laughs> yeah, let's get into the Judge thing a little bit, Jerry. Um, yeah, uh, you know he was ex again, and you know, and a lot of people are thinking that he's just not maybe not crazy about Jones. And um, listen, it's is it a little weird? Again, he said, oh, "I'm not going to get into Jones again." Yeah, it is. You know. Um, a lot of people are kind of like, what's going on here? You know? Right, right. Um, me, I mean, judges seems to be setting the tone of there's no scholarships going on here, right? Uh, I think that's the atmosphere he wants in the locker room. Um, but I wouldn't read it too much into that. And, Jerry, listen, we all know Jones is the quarterback next year, okay? Right. And a lot of people well, a lot of people bothered by Joe Judge's comments already to the media. I, I see it some. Trust me, some media guys are bothered by it. Um, am I bothered by it, Jerry? Uh, yeah, I mean a little bit. It's a little strange at times. Don't get me don't get me wrong. But here's the bottom line, and we, we talked about this a thousand times. Nobody's going to give a crap what Joe Judge says to us or anybody else if he's winning football games. Right. Okay. Right. Now, some people are already coming out. You see him. Oh, what is he trying to be? Belichick. Yeah. I heard it on sports radio. I, I hear it on, you know, in some of the media. I, I read it in some of the media. You know, you can't be like Belichick. You know, I hope he's not trying to be like Belichick. Well, right. you know, the guy was around Belichick a long time. He's going to take some trades from But here's the thing. If you win football games, nobody cares if he goes up there and doesn't say two words. Now, the problem is going to be, Jerry, obviously, is if he loses football games, right? Right, right. Then everybody's going to be like, hey, you know, Joe, like, coach, you know, not for nothing. You're giving these answers. You're not Belichick. So, this is the way he's going to approach it. Is it a little strange, like we said, Jerry, six weeks later? Yeah, but, um, you know, this is the way he's going to go. I, I wouldn't read anything into it as far as, well, he might be looking at Brady, you know? I don't think he's looking at Brady, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It just, I, you know, what do you, what do you, why would you want, and I'm sorry to say he's, he's one of the best, probably the best quarterback of all time when it's all said and done, but the 42-year-old right. version doesn't make sense for the Giants. Like, 
if the Giants were loaded at every position, then maybe it makes sense. If they had the best line, the best defense, they already had the best running back. You know, if, if they were just a powerhouse of a team, I don't know, Chris, like <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> then it makes more sense. Well, like, if, like the Cowboys are a very good team. Right. We've always said that, right? It, it's nothing earth shattering. Right. But the Giants are in, in, in rebuild mode, right? We're excited about the future, uh, especially with some players. But this Brady to the Giants, it's just so stupid. And it just keeps going on and on. Um, it, you know, if, if we had the Buffoon of the Week segment, we'd be naming everyone Buffoon of the Week, whoever who's saying it. Um, it's just the, 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 the rumor that won't die, bud. That's all. Yes, it's that, it's that time of year, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, so I advise everybody, don't get crazy with all the stuff you read in the papers or in Twitter. On Twitter, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff going around. Um, so don't get crazy about it. Listen, it's, it's a nice time of year, Jerry. You know, uh, the combine's going on. Free agency's around the corner. The draft is basically around the corner now, too, right? Yeah. Um, so people love reading about what the Giants are going to do. And that's still, all we're saying is, you know, just don't you know, read everything like it's gospel. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Take it as it is. We'll see what happens. Don't get excited. Don't get overexcited, you know, about things you read. And we'll see what happens. But as listen, Jerry, some we could get into a little bit. Um, the Giants finally started. I shouldn't say finally, but they start some of the cuts. Yeah, yeah. Are now yeah. starting to come in. You yeah. know, a um, couple of guys we fully expected, Alec Ogletree and Kareem Martin, yeah. were released. Yeah. That freed up about I think around thirteen million or whatever it was twelve million on the cap. Right. Um, we expect right. I think I'm with you on this one, um, Antoine Bethay. Yeah. And, and, you know, Ryan Dunleavy of the Post reported that uh, Red Ellison might retire right. due to concussions. Right. You know, so um, that will free up another. So you're looking at, I guess, around $20 million when it's all said and done. Yeah. Of what we expected, Jerry. Yep. Uh, you know, coming off the cap, you know, uh, that would not be on the cap next year. So $20 million more for Gettleman to play around with. Now, I guess we could talk free agency, you know, a little bit. You know, only some of the tags have come in. Um, defense, right? Yeah, we'll see what absolutely. Does. Um, listen, some people, as far as the draft, you see some people, oh, this center, this kid looks good, this kid, you know, the Giants need a center. Folks, there's no way, there should be no way, a center is drafted by Dave Gettleman in the first two picks. You don't even think the second round, huh? No, I okay. don't. Okay. Jerry, this team needs defense, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Defense and a tackle, yeah. not a center in defense. It yeah. needs defense and a tackle, you know? Yeah, um, I, I so. agree. I mean, I, I, I think, look, we, we put out the, the newest edition of the Insider, and uh, be honest, guys, if you read it, the position by position was a, a wish list, right? We realize that it is unrealistic to sign Jadeveon Clowney, Byron Jones, um, uh, Corey Littleton, uh, you know, um, Jack Conklin. Like, they're not signing all these guys you know, when we wrote this, it was more like, all right, this is the plan here. If this doesn't work, then you go here. So it's interesting that you said that, dude, because if they sign, like, I don't know, let's just say Jadivion Clowney, who I, I admit I have a man crush on, um, and, and a lot of people question it all the time, but I, I don't care. I think he's an absolute stud. He just hasn't lived up to his potential yet. Um, but if they, if they sign a Clowney and your boy Littleton, Chris, um, you know, then would offensive line or, or center – you know, could that be a higher pick, right? Like, I don't know. I, 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 it's an interesting take that you have there. Yeah, I just don't think there's any way, Jerry, you go with a center in the first two picks. Okay. Um, yeah. you, obviously, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I mean, I'm looking at this Becton kid on Louisville today. Oh, he in the combine. is an absolute freak. <laughs> I mean, he is a monster. I mean, you know, but here's the important thing, Jerry. Here's the important thing. Yeah. Is that, you know, listen. It's nice watching kids jump up and down in a combine. Oh, look at that lateral. Look at the way he vertical jumped. Oh, okay. But you look at him in Louisville. I look at the tape on him in Louisville. This is what's important. What goes on yeah, yeah. on the field. Yeah. Not how high you could jump at the combine. Right. Okay? Right. Um, and the kid's dominating out there in Louisville. You saw him, you know, and he has dominated an opponent. Yeah. And he man, you see some film of him, and he just manhandles guys, you right. know? Right. But then you look at him at the combine, and you look at some of the drills, and you say, okay, the lateral drills, you know, his foot movement, his hips, the way he did a five, he did a five one forty today, you know. Did you? The did you see? By the, the way, did you see Tristan Wirfs forty? 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Four but eight here's six. The thing, you know, and here's the thing, and I want to, you know, I want to, yeah. you know, tell everybody yeah. when they're studying the combine and they look at these results of these tackles, which is very possibly the number four pick for, but Gettleman, right? Yeah. One of these hits, five picks, six, whatever the hell Gettleman does, right? Yeah. Uh, here's the important thing, Jerry, and everybody's got to realize this: you got to look at his ten-yard dash right. time. Right. Good point. That's good point. important. Not the 40-yard dash. The 40-yard dash doesn't mean crack. Yeah, especially for an tackle. offensive lineman, man. How many times is that going to happen? <laughs> All right. Well, the only time you're going to see a guy running a 40, if, he's running, uh, if it's an interception, he's trying to run a guy down. Okay? Right. Um, so, the 10-yard. Now, Beckton had a great 10-yard dash number, too. It was like 1.1 1. 1 or something. Right. Which is very important because the tackle's got to get into the second level in a run game. Okay? Right. Or they get into the second level on the screen game, which you're going to see with Jason Garrett. Okay. Yeah. So that's the important. He had a great number there too. Werps had a good number there too. You know. Yeah, so that's yeah. the important numbers you want to look at when you look at these kids. Yeah. And then you see some of these lateral drills with his foot movement, his hip movement, and it's pretty impressive, Jerry. I mean, I, I came away even more impressed than when I saw him in Louisville. So we'll see what Gettleman does, man. Uh, but you know, there's so many, uh, there's so much talent, Jerry, you know, uh, you know, and uh, defenses, but as far as center was, there's a few kids that are really intriguing, but Jerry, no, there's no way I could see that in the first two. You can't, dude. Yeah, that's fair. They yeah, need fair. a tackle for the future, right? Yeah. You need a tackle for the future. You need a tackle. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I know, I know. And <laughs> defense, man, defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it like if, if they trade down, and this is why I, I, I we've said it over and over again, they, they really should, uh, if they can, right? If they, if they, if the team yeah, is there to, to do get it. That third pick. Right. Get that third pick, but man. also if you get yeah. two first rounders, like guys, I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't care if it's Becton, Werfs, Thomas, Simmons. Like I'm just looking at them all kind of in this whole bunch of awesome football players. Like you said, not because of the 40 times, but because these, these are guys ranked high. These are guys that have been talked about by like Dave Syverson of our lads and the insider. Like these are guys he's been talking about all year. So the Giants are in such a good spot, and we can get into it now. You know, the quarterbacks that are being taken, right? You got Burrow one. Uh, it's been one forever. I don't believe that he's going to try and get his way out of Cincinnati. But anyway, if he does, he's still going to be one. You got Tua, um, and you have Justin Herbert, who is light, lit it up at the Combine, right? And he's someone that I liked last year. He decided to stay in school. Um, he has a tremendous arm. So you have those three guys that everyone's going to be trying to jump up because, uh, let's face it, Jake Fromm didn't help himself yesterday. So and Jerry, yeah, and this Jordan Love kid is really yeah. You, right. you, you mentioned him last week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, he, he teams are falling in love with Jordan Love. Right, <laughs> no right. pun intended. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, and I got to be honest, you're watching him whip the ball around last night, man. You got to love the way the ball comes out of his hand, man. I was like, wow, this kid's impressive. You know, um, I, uh, so there's another kid now, Jerry. You know, a lot of, you know, listen, Herbert really had a good combine. He had a great senior bowl and yeah. he had a good season for Oregon. So he's going to be right up there, dude, which helps the Giants, right, Jerry? Oh, I mean, this you know, and I don't even Giants. care. I don't even care if Detroit trades out and goes and, and a team trades up and gets a quarterback. It's almost like it makes the Giants pick even more valuable to four. Because, up oh, guys, there's a the last shot. Here's your last shot to get a quarterback. You know, someone's going to jump up because Miami's going to take, probably going to take who's, who's left, right? If they didn't trade up for Tua and someone else did, you would imagine they're going to take Herbert. So they're at five. You know, the Giants, it, it just makes so much sense to move down. And they can probably still get their guy wherever they move. It's, if it's that, that, you know, that sweet spot, that five, six, seven spot. Now, here's a question for you. Yes, sir. Is it definite the Redskins are not taking a quarterback at two? Dude, I don't know. I saw that today. And we, we said that before. <laughs> like, how much, does, how much is Ron Rivera in love with Dwayne Haskins? I don't know. You know, I mean, and, and it's different than Daniel Jones because this was like the sixth pick. This was, you know, they got the, the Manning clone. We saw enough of Daniel Jones to say, hey, this is the guy we're going with going forward, right? Dwayne Haskins, you're picking second, and you got guys like you got a guy like Tua. Are you really gonna pass on Tua and tell me that Dwayne Haskins is your guy? Uh, I don't know. Well, Redskins do one of two things, okay? Yeah. They're either 
you know, playing a game, the draft game, where, oh, you know what, we might go with a quarterback unless you have an unbelievable package for us, right? Right, right. And then we'll go with Haskins. Or, listen, there's been numerous reports coming out of Washington about how Dwayne Haskins, he did not know the playbook last year, and he had no bother, he had no interest in even learning it. Yeah. Now, that, in all fairness to the kid, that changed when he started, when he became a starter. He right. started dedicating himself, okay? Right. And look, Jerry, that game against the Giants at the end of the year there, he was phenomenal, okay? Right. Right. He was phenomenal, Haskins, until he got hurt, you know? Right. Um, so what does Rivera would see? With his, now, do they see the future with Haskins, or does Rivera say, you know what? You know, I'm not really that crazy about this kid. I mean, look, it happens. It happened last year with Cliff Kingsbury, right? Right. right. He, he came into Arizona. He's like, I'm not going with this Rosen kid. I want my guy here, you know? So, right. You don't know. We'll see as we get closer to the draft. Are the Redskins in love with Haskins? Or are they going to look at one of these big kids now coming out? Yeah, then what's Detroit? Very fascinating. And I'm still fascinated by Detroit. Like, what do they do, right? Are they in love with Okuda? Are they going to trade out and get more picks? Uh, if, if, say, Chase, Chase Young falls to them, will they grab him? Like, it's just so interesting. So I get yeah. why Twitter is all over the place. I get why everyone puts out their crazy scenarios. But it's just like, yeah. hey, Giant fans, you know what? Take a step back, relax, because no one knows anything right now. It's all speculation. And if they say they know, they don't. Yeah, they don't know. Trust me. Um, Jerry, yeah. it's, it's, it's a low probability, but it's still out there that Chase Young could fall into the Giants' lap. At oh, one. my God. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Like I said, man, you could sign Yannick, you could sign Clowney, you could sign Shaq Barrett, all of them. Look, you still take Chase Young. Jerry, it's not going to happen probably. I mean, most pro- 99% it's not going to happen, but... We can dream. <laughs> it's still a chance that Young could fall into the... If, obviously, it depends on the Redskins if they go quarterback, right? Right. If they, if they decide, you know what, Haskins is not our future... We're going to go with Tua. We're going to go with Herbert, whoever they like, right? Right. And then it'll be up to the Lions, who I don't think will pass up on a kid like Young. But if they get a big deal, right? Yep. And, they, and somebody's going to want to jump, you know, get, get that other quarterback, um, then there's a possibility. I mean, all I'm saying, Jerry, it's not very probable, but it is out there. It could happen, dude. And if that did happen, that scenario played out on August 23rd, whatever the hell the draft is, okay, guess what? Get him a, he's going to go another year without drafting back, without trading back. <laughs> I, and I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him at all. And look, if he likes, if he likes Simmons that much and takes him at four, okay, I'm not going to be mad. There's not much yeah, he can yeah. do to make me mad. I've said that before. I'll stay, I'll stay with it. Well, I'll tell you one. I, I, can I give you one quick thing? Yeah. If he stayed at four and drafted Derek Brown, I'll be mad. I would be mad. Yeah, right, right. So there was a Twitter question, who would they take it for that you'd be pissed about? That's the one. I mean, even if they take Tristan Wirfs and you're like, that's their guy? Okay, fine. I don't care. It's a, it's a tackle, right? It's yeah. a, whatever. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think you could have traded back and need. got him, but Jerry? still, okay. Yeah. Jerry, it's a need. You right. need a tackle. Right. So I'm not going to be pissed off at that. They stay at four. Right. 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 If they drafted Wurfs, they drafted Andrew Thomas, they drafted a kid from Louisville back then we just talked about, am I going to be upset about that? No. No, I'll, but I'll tell ask. You uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, if he drafts another big hog molly defensive tackle, doesn't, and Derek, if he did do that, which I don't think he is, if he did do that, then I'd be like, Dave, what the hell are you doing? Right, right. You know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see, but I don't, you know, but if he drafts a tackle, Jeremy, he goes like your boy Isaiah there, Simmons. I, I don't want to have a problem with that, dude. I, this is always saying me and you for the last few weeks is that this is the year he could trade back, get some more picks. Now, if he traded down to if he traded down to twelve and took and took like if he doesn't sign Leonard Williams and he trades down and then takes Derek Brown at twelve or so, okay, I could live with that because you're basically replacing Leonard Williams with Derek Brown. But if you sign Leonard Williams and then you know it does, I don't understand that I wouldn't understand the Derek Brown pick at all. Um, but I got a question for you. There's a guy you mentioned yeah. a, a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and you've always said this. I, I'll, let, me, let me backtrack a bit. You said you need quarterback, edge rusher, left tackle, and cornerback. Now, quarterback, quarterback, left tackle, edge, and then corner. Go ahead. Right. I'm sorry. Sorry. I just named him. I didn't know there was. A, I didn't. I didn't get the order. I'm sorry. So, all right. There's a kid <laughs> coming out. 
who uh, I loved, 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 loved his response to someone today who asked him about pass interference. And he basically said, yeah, go look at the tape. I didn't commit one pass interference last year. I mean, this Okuda kid just reeks of confidence. He is, yeah. you know, light years ahead of the corners that came out last year. If the Giants are there at four and they take Okuda, Chris, are you okay with that? Mm. Uh, not, not too okay with it, no. Okay. I'm not too okay with it. I mean, am I going to cry over it? Am I going to go crazy over it? No. But um, I just feel uh, – look – I feel if they did do that, we do need defense. Yeah. We do need a corner. Don't get me wrong. Right. We really do. Right. But um, I think edge, you know, um, linebacker and offensive, especially offensive tackle is a little bit more of a need right now than a corner. Not that we don't need a corner, Jerry. Don't get me wrong. I would just be at that position. I would just like that, um, that line, that, Dominant linebacker, which Isaiah Simmons could be. Uh, he plays all over, but, you know, that's where he's going to be playing. A guy that could actually cover tight ends and running backs or that 10-year tackle that's going to protect Daniel Jones, Jerry. You know, that – that. so I wouldn't be – listen, Jerry, I wouldn't be like, what are you – I'm not going to be walking in the rain if that's what you mean. If it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be walking. I'm not gonna be walking home in the rainstorm in Nashville if that's what you mean. But I would be a little bit like, oh, come on, Dave. You know. Well, l- lucky there's no rain. It'll be no rain in Vegas when I get out there. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh-huh. I, I hear you. And I, I, you know, it's it's a tempting it's it's a tempting spot, right? Like a shutdown corner, a bona fide shutdown corner, so valuable. But again, the Giants need so much. Oh, it's like, are we are we really gonna go corner? Um, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't love it either. I think I'm, I think I'm where you are. If they take them, it's, uh, okay. Could have done a lot, you know, could have gone a lot of different directions, but if he's going to be Darrell Rivas, um, then okay. But you know, you have Deandre Baker who needs to be coached up. You have Beal, you have Ballantyne, you have Julian Love, who we think is going to be a safety, but maybe could play the slot too. Got a lot of talent that needs to be coached up. Are you really going to make your first pick a corner? So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, like I said, Jerry, I wouldn't be crying about it. I would just be like, oh. Now, if they made, if they went out, Jerry, and spent a boatload of money on two impact defensive players, you know, yeah, uh, and then you add that shut down corner, hmm, you know, right, <laughs> like right, right. Would, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's, a, that's, that's, a really, that's a really good point, dude. Like we haven't seen anything in free agency yet, right? Right. I mean, you know, the free agency allows, I think Gettleman said it, free agency allows you to pick, pick, to pick best player available, hopefully, not just need. Because you pick need, then you're, you, know, you could reach for a guy, right? And it's exactly what yeah. happened with Eric Flowers. They needed a left tackle. They reached. Uh, they should have taken Scherf. They should have taken Andrews Pete. Um, you know, there were guys there. Leonard Williams didn't fall to them. He fell, I, I think he went six overall. But, you know, that was one where Reese reached for a position and ended up getting... Uh, Eric Flowers. So we haven't seen a thing yet in free agency, man. Yeah, well, listen, that's going to determine some things, Jerry. Yeah. You know, who yeah. they land in free agency. Yep. You know, that's going to determine some things. There's no question about it. Yep. You know, so, uh, you know, we'll see what, we'll see what the, you know, they might go, listen, listen we don't know what Gettleman's going to do. Is he going to go all out for a clowny? Well, who knows, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, is, you know, don't forget, there's other guys too. There's Bud Dupree's out there. There's even the, you know, there's, there's some other edge guys that are out there. I mean, is he going to go out all out for one of them? I don't know. And, we'll, know, we'll, and we'll we'll he, maybe, maybe he goes Byron Jones in free agency. Who the hell knows? Uh, yeah. I mean, if he goes to Byron Jones, you know, uh, then there you go. There's a good corner on the other side of Baker. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, to me, uh, I mean, uh, it, it, uh, you know, someone's going to depend on who the hell Gettleman brings in here free agency, you know? And then you go, and then you go from there. Yeah. Yeah, but so listen at four, five, six, whoever Gelman goes down to seven, six, eight, whatever he does. I mean, you know, I definitely do believe though, Jerry, that he's going to look to try to get that third round pick back by trading back a few. You know, unless a Chase Young drops in his lap, you know, which I don't see happening. So yeah, this isn't. This is why it's a fun time of year, buddy. It it's really is. It should be fun, and and sometimes Twitter makes it. You know, a little annoying because a lot of the nastiness comes out and a lot of the you don't know what the hell you're talking about comes out. And it's, 
guys, you know, just sit back and try and enjoy this right now because we are in a very good spot draft wise. We have a, a you know a, a, a young and we coach. Got cap money. Yeah, we have a ton of cap money that we haven't spent a dime yet. Um, it's hard to imagine us not bringing in you know an edge rusher, a lineman, a corner, you know, and a linebacker like. Of those four positions, and you say, I call, you know, edge, outside linebacker, DN, whatever you want to call it, it's going to be hard to imagine them not bringing in three of those four. I don't know if they're all going to be, you know, Conklin, Jones, Clowney, but there's going to be, you know, maybe the next level down in some spots, but I do think he's going to make at least one splash where, you know, we're going to have a bona fide starter from free agency. Yeah, listen, Jerry, you know, I put that on Twitter, I think it was yesterday. I expect him to make a big splash on a defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, here's the thing, Jerry, in free agency, too. Everybody gets caught up in the big names. Oh, oh, this guy, this guy, you know. But, dude, it's the second-tier players right. that have an impact on football teams. You see it every year. Yeah. Guys get signed to free agency, and you're like, oh, wow, what a great free agency signing that was. You know what I mean? You didn't give him $50 a year, but this guy's really good. You know what I mean? So, you got to look. A, Jerry, I'm going through the free agent list, and it's, Plenty of good players that are so-called second-tier guys, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see. But I expect Gettleman, I do expect him to make a big they – the, they have the money, you know, to go out and make a splash with one big guy on a defensive side of the ball. I really do. Because, Jerry, the defense needs a huge, huge upgrade, as we all know. And Gettleman said that. We talked about it in the last podcast. Gettleman hinted that already that – he kind of blames defense for a lot of losses, man. And I expect him to be very aggressive with one or two guys, somebody he's going to focus in on and go all out after, man. Gun to your head. Who's it going to be? Defense? Yeah. If you had to guess. Uh, I'm going to – oh, man. I'm going to say Clowney. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I know there's going to be guys I that do, are mad. I don't. I want him to come. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I know there's going to be Twitter followers that are mad, but I don't care. I, it's going to be Clowney. Um, I, think he, I think he might make a run at Clowney. Yeah, I do. You know, so. You're not crazy, You're not crazy about it, though, huh? Hey, Jerry, I'm not going to complain about it. He'll, still be the <laughs> best, <laughs> he'll be the best pass rusher on the team. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, he'll, he could do some things, but I was just never. Uh, listen, I'm not a big Clowney guy. You know that, you know. Um, he's a north-south guy, not so much east-west, you know. But he flashes sometimes. He's he's phenomenal, and other times he's not. So um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Hey, Jerry, am I going to cry? Do we have a, a Damian Conley on the team? No. He's already um, like if he comes but, to the Giants, it's like oh, there's our best defense. There, there's our best defender. There's our best pass rusher all around. Just the best player we have right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, listen. You know, I, you know, I love Corey Littleton, Jerry, yeah, from the Rams. Yes. Um, I, so I do he, believe they're going to get either Littleton or Schobert. I, I think it's going to be one of the two. You know, listen, there's Blake Martinez is out there. Yeah. You know, there's Joe Schobert's out there. I mean, you know, the Littletons are out there. So, um, you know, there's, there's guys out there. We'll see what Gettleman wants to do. Like, Connie's going to be a lot of money, you know. Um, but he might focus in on it. You know, he might love him and focus and, and go after him big time. We'll see. Yeah. You know? Yep. But I expect him. I don't know about you, Jay. I think you're with me on this, but I expect one big name for you to go at, at least go all out to try to get this one big name. That's what I. That's the way I'm thinking. Yeah, and I think it's going to be clowny. It's just not wishful thinking. It, it's. I just think that that's going to be the guy. I think they looked at him. I think you know what, the last memory you have of him is the playoff game where he was dominant, and, and that was the player that everybody thought they were getting. When they when the, when Houston drafted him, right? Like he was just a dominating player who could not be stopped. And like I said, the bonus here, guys, is Philly hates him. So <laughs> that is an added bonus already. <laughs> the second he lines up, Philly can't stand him. Let's let's for once aggravate that franchise. But now, in all seriousness, that's not the uh, you know the, the main reason. But he's just a guy that it makes a lot of sense for the Giants, I think. And I know that guys like Kyle Johnson listeners will say. Byron Jones, hey man, cool. I'm I'm fine with Byron Jones. I just think it's going to be Clowney. So, yeah, yeah. Like I just said too, you put like you just said, actually put a gun in my head. You know what are you thinking? Yeah. If you if you put a gun in my head, I'm going to go right now with Clowney. Yeah, yeah. I, I will. Yeah. You know, so, all right, buddy. Uh, sent out the question this morning. Got let me see, ninety. What is it? Ninety two responses. So. Um, wow. People are dying for information, pal, especially since it's been over a week for us. 
Um, so I will try to get to most of them. I read a lot of them before, uh, so I will not be just rifling through saying no, 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 no. So, all right, we will start off with a, uh, a, a one of our standard uh, questioners, right? Sal New York at G-Man Fan. What are your feelings about the overreaction to Joe Judge not speaking about any players by name? Gary Myers said he's trying to be a Belichick clone. I mean, you touched on it before, but, um, you know, he's not mentioning anybody. Yeah, we, we talked about that before. I, for some reason, Gary Myers is fascinated with this. And he's, yeah. he's kind of accusing us. Better not try to be like, Belichick, that's what you're doing. I'm not fascinated. We just discussed I mean, Am I fascinated by it? No. Is it a little – I even hate to say weird, Jerry, but is it a little – like, what are you doing, Coach Judge? Uh, maybe, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, I even tweeted at Gary Myers, like, Gary, it's all going to depend on wins win or losses, okay? <laughs> Nobody's going to give a flying you-know-what what Joe Judge says if he's winning football games. Uh, you know, I mean, he's looking into it, Myers, a little too much, in my opinion. Um, so I'm not going to look into it too much, Jerry. I, I, is it a little annoying, maybe, that, he, again, he's not talking about Jones? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I'm not looking too much into it. Good stuff, pal. Uh, Larry at Messier 694. Do the relatively low bench okay. press numbers for the offensive tackles diminish your view of them? Hmm. Concerning. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Concerning, Jerry. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at maybe your franchise tackle and he only bench presses 225 like 11 times, Yeah. which means what? you got to build up his upper body strength, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, um, I know you. I know you worry about the the you know the, the feet are the big thing with tackles, right? But you 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 know you, you got to oh, put hand, up. Listen, hand placement, feet, all that stuff. But you know you got to be strong too, man. You know yeah. who was the guy in the Giants area a couple of years ago? Did they just have to tackle? You only bench press like eight or nine times. Or something? Oh no, it was um well the defensive end. It was Demontre Moore. Oh okay, I'm sorry. I was thinking of tackle for some reason, but um I don't you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I think Flowers was very strong. Um, Bobby Hart. I don't yeah, know how cool. I don't know how Bobby Hart was. He was a late round pick, anyway. No, no, I'm talking about one of our high picks. I thought it was somebody that was like he had a very weak bench press. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Listen, if a guy bench presses nine times, whatever it is, offensive tackle. Yeah, to me that's concerning because he he needs a lot of upper body strength, man. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, that would scare me a little bit. It would. Um, so, you know, um, <laughs> that would be like, whoa, well, why is this guy? You know, why can't he draw two twenty five? And these other kids today, I saw they were most of them were in the twenties, you know, twenty three, twenty four, yeah. you know, the the Worfs and the Beckins and all they're all in the, where they should be. Put it that way. Jerry. Yeah, right. Uh, Rich at Paisano twenty one, good name, buddy. Finger on the trigger for an online bet right now. Are you betting the Giants go offense or defense with their first pick? It's been fun reading between the lines of Dave Gettleman. He's a guy that loves to hide in plain sight at his pressers. Hashtag buffoon crew. So, I mean, I, I, like we said before, uh, Rich, that depending on free agency, it's, it's going to depend. It's, and that's going to allow them, hopefully, to, to pick the best player available. But, um, you know, Chris, now, if you had to guess, what do you think they're going to do? Uh, I'll stick. Um, I would, uh, me, I want defense. That they need defense bad, but I'm still going to go. He goes with a tackle. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think so, too. I think they're going to go one of the tackles. And, you know, the, what, two years ago, it was a quarterback-heavy draft. Last year, it was like, you know, edge rusher, right, or defense. This year, it's tackle-heavy, and, and this will be maybe the first year that we kind of go with the trend of the draft, right? We take, you know, one of these top tackles who are – let's face it, man. I don't think they're going to be there past, what, 15, 20, right? They're not going to drop that far down. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a solid four of them, right? There's Wilkes as well, the Alabama kid. You know, franchise left tackles are, are hard to come by. So when they're there, it's you could see a team, even if, like, look, like say the Eagles, right? They have Jason Peters. He's, he's old, right? That's, that's a team that could take one and say, you know what? You don't even have to play right away. You can sit a year. Um, so I agree with you. I, I think it is going to be, I think it's going to be tackle as well. Jerry, all I could say is, dude, it's going to be tough to pass up on this Beckton kid, man. Yeah, right. He's a monster. Absolute yeah, monster. It's going to be tough. I mean, he's going to be there, you know, for the Giants at four, if they stay at four, um, or maybe even six, you know, depending on what happens. Um, and it's going to be tough to pass up because you look at this kid and you say, okay, here's your left tackle for the next 10 years. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yep. So, we'll see. 
Here's a great question from Dan Hausman. It was asked before and we didn't answer it. Um, it was asked a couple of days ago. Um, would you want Vernon back at a significantly, significantly lower cap number as a depth signing? No. Right. I agree. No way. No. I mean, it's, it's ship sailed, right? Like, and how, about, yeah, how, about, I mean, how about this? Like, how about, you know, we got Kevin Zeitler for Olivier Vernon, right? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Can, can we give Gettleman a little credit for that? No, Jerry, that doesn't fit the agenda of a lot of people. So, no, can't, don't give him credit for anything. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> hey, Jerry, not for nothing, too, Jerry. We are forgetting one little thing here with Gettleman. For the last two off-seasons, he's pulled off a trade. Right, that's true. That's a really good leave, point. Yeah. You know, we can't leave You know, we can't leave that off the table. I mean, does Gettleman have another trade up his sleeve? You know? If, 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 you, <laughs> so, if, if you had to guess now, what's the trade? Oh, I don't – I – I um I really don't know. I mean, yeah. listen, you know they had Odell last year, you know, and they, you know a couple of years ago you went out and got Ogletree. Yeah. Um. So I really don't know as far as player wise or draft pick whatever the, whatever the heck he might do, but he does like to do that, Gettleman. He likes to pull his trades, you know. So yeah, that's another thing you got to remember. Hey, does Gettleman pull off a trade this off season? You know. So, yeah, and, and his come out of nowhere, right? Like the Olivier Vernon one for Zeitler. I was like, what, where'd that come from? The Ogletree one. The, the Beckham one was speculation for a while. Um, but the, the, you know, the other two came out of nowhere. So I, have, I would have no idea what he's thinking. The, the only person I could think of that would somehow make sense, although I hope they don't, is Evan Ingram. But you don't know. Right. I mean, right. I hope they don't either, Jerry. But listen, we've, we've talked about this on previous podcasts. Yep. That if you remember, you asked me, and we talked about it. Hey, I always said, watch out for Ingram. Yeah, watch right. out for Ingram yep. as far as being traded. You yep. know. Yep. So, um, you know, listen, uh, we, we didn't talk about that to just now, but Gettleman likes to pull those trades too, man. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, you know what? They're talking about Vernon being released in Cleveland already. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he stole Kevin Zyla from the, from John Dorsey, who's no longer GM right. of the Browns, but he stole him. I mean, I know people want to rip Gettleman for this and that, but you know, like you just said, Jerry, right. how about giving the guy credit when he deserves credit? Man, right. he just stole a pretty good right guard for a guy who's probably going to be one year, one year and done in Cleveland. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, we're hard on him for the Leonard Williams trade. We didn't like it. We still don't. So, you know, this isn't a case of us just always being Gettleman yes men, but this was a trade that was kind of a heist. I mean, you have our right guard for the next couple of years, and they're they're done with Vernon already. So, yeah, um, you have to give credit where credit is due, and you can't always just be on one side or the other, man. Uh, here's a more specific one. I love this name from Freddie Blassie. I'll put this one to you, Chris. No trade back, and we stay at four. Specifically, who's your pick out of Simmons? I know this, by the way. Simmons, Thomas, Becton, or Willis? Or Wills, I'm sorry. Wills. Who would be my pick? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, me, personally, I want defense. I would go with Isaiah Simmons. Oh, but oh. I, I believe Gettleman will go with the tackle. Okay. And which one? So the, the question's for me, right? Who would yeah, I, who well, yeah. I okay. Go? Yeah. I mean, who's your pick? Yeah. So you say, you say Simmons. I would go with Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but the, 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 you think Gettleman's going to go Thomas or Becton, probably. But yeah, like we just discussed, so yeah. you think? I still think he's gonna go with the big, big monster tackle. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. Um, fill in the blank if the Giants. Oh, this is from Chris, our boy, Mister Breezy. Uh, yeah, so if they if F four would be um, Derek Brown, if they took Derek Brown, we'd lose our minds. Here we go, Chris. This one's a layup for you, pal. Jim Vassell at Jim Vassell TV, the Emmy nominated Jim Vassell. Thoughts on Chase Claypool? I looked him up after seeing his combine. <laughs> all right, Chris, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, all I can tell you, Jimmy, is that I've been talking about Claypool all season. Yeah. People are like, oh, yeah, come on, how many catches did he have? Because he had that buffoon book playing quarterback for the, for, for the IFRS last year. But you know what, Jerry? Yeah. Claypool has opened up a ton of yeah. eyes the last week. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, the kid is fast. He's big. Okay, and, and he's got good hands, and you know what? He's a red zone target. Okay, the problem with, with, with Claypool is that he was coached by a buffoon in Brian Kelly. Okay, and he had and he had Ian Book, who was a buffoon last year, playing quarterback. But Claypool is a kid that all of a sudden now everybody's like, you know what? He's gonna be a second round pick. 
He's yeah. gonna play round pick. Yeah. You know what? He yeah. might be the late first round now. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready to kick and play, man. I'm not look look, I know, I know I favorite the, the Golden Domers, right? We I know that. We all know that. Well, that's that's part of your charm. It's, it's you know them well, that, though. You know them very well. Well, that's why, you know, Jim I know Jim's wild with the up coach. He knows I'm a Golden Domer guy, but yeah, Claypool's a guy, uh that kid is his stock is rising big time. And uh, trust me, he is one talented dude, man. I love when people bring up someone who plays for Notre Dame and they'll just like subtweet it and write Golden Doma. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Joey Z is a question for me. Oh, Giant Insider question. This is pretty cool. At Molten Center 81. Jerry, I like how you refer to the Giants as Maritech in a lot of your articles. How did that nickname come about? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. That's kind of an ode to uh, somebody who I thought was the best writer of our area. I, I would, I mean, it's kind of, it's not the reason I got into this, but I would, I loved reading Jerry Eisenberg's articles in the Star-Ledger. I thought he was one of the best writers. I loved his prose. I loved his use of the English language. He had Giants history behind him. Um, and he would refer to Mara as the, the Giants as Maritek because I, I'm pretty sure in the 30s and 40s they would call the Giants the mighty men of Maritek uh, in the papers and stuff. And uh, so it's kind of my ode to him. I just I thought he was an absolutely incredible writer. So, and I love the name Maritek. I think it's cool. So, I wonder uh, if Mara knows. Uh, I wonder if Mara knows he's called Maritek. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to keep it alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, next time. Well, next time he's in a next time he's in a bathroom next to me, which seems to be every game, every home game. John Maris seems to be right next to me in the bathroom at halftime. Uh, I'm going to ask him, hey, uh, Mr. Maris, do you know you call Maris? <laughs> I can, I, I still, I'm still shocked you haven't. Who's the bowling guy calling me Maritech? I'm still shocked that you haven't said, like, John, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, you just haven't well, burst I gotta out be once. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Jerry. The way the last few seasons have gone, every time I've seen John Mara, he's had a look on his face like yeah. he wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. I couldn't even, I, I couldn't even, like, even half-ass joke around with him saying something like, hey, come on, John, what's going on out there? You know, because, like, look, look we discussed this before. You, could, you, you might hate John Mara. You might not like him for some of the things. But trust me, he cares. You know this, Jerry. He cares about this football team and the fans. And when they're losing... Oh, man, you got to see the look on his face, man. Yeah. Uh, in Kevin... unfortunately, un- unfortunately, Jerry, I've seen that look a lot the last few years. Yeah, yeah, I know, I, I can imagine, buddy. Um, yeah, not not uh, not too much fun. <laughs> um, no, you, you, like I said, I've said this before, Jerry. You should see him down in the tunnel after the game before he goes in the locker room for a loss. It's gonna be oh. so bad. So oh, uncomfortable. Look at his face. Yeah, yeah, I stand. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> uh, this this is a good one. And gentlemen, we trust. What will make you, Jerry, jump into the fountain in Vegas? <laughs> so then Dan Houseman writes back, "Gotta be Judy." Dan, that's you're right. I take it back. Dan, Dan Houseman, good call by you, buddy. I take back what I said earlier. Derek Brown would be bad enough at four. If we take Jerry Judy at four or a skill position player. I will jump in the I will jump in the fountain in Vegas, take a picture of myself, and tweet it out. There you go. Great call, Dan. That is spectacular job by you. There you go. I mean, it's it's now official. Jerry will jump into uh, to the uh, water fountain. Whatever. I'll jump into the fountain, get arrested, take a picture, and tweet it out. So that's how dedicated we'll be. Uh, you sure you don't want to throw, you sure you don't want to throw a bed like on a statue like they did in Hangover? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> oh man, unbelievable! Yeah, Jerry Judy at four. Holy crap, that would drive. I'd be like, oh, okay, we're we're back to nineteen. We're back to two thousand. Uh, what? Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, whatever. We're back to Jerry. We're back to Jerry. Reed. Yeah, skill positions are great. All right, and no offensive line. Cool, and no defense. That's fine. All right. All right. We'll give up fifty sacks, but we're good. We got a skill position guy. Yeah, no. NG, good question. Can you guys explain to me how picking Derek Brown would be a bad choice? Well, it, we don't want him at four. That's all, pal. Uh, it, it's picking him at four would be the bad choice. If you trade it down, like we said, um, and you got him later on, uh, if you got, say, you traded down with the Raiders, got 12 and 19, and you took him at 19, um, you know, I'm not going to be too upset, but I, I do not want him at four. So here we go. Chris from Christian Herrera. 
I know we were looking forward to this year's draft, but with a new coaching staff, do you guys see guys like C.J. Conrad and Big George from last year make an unexpectedly good leap into year two in terms of player development? Well, C.J. Conrad's not even around anymore. Well, um, he's on. I think he's on the practice squad. No, I don't think he's even on the practice squad, if I remember right. But anyway, um, Big George is a guy who's coming off a concussion. Supposedly he's ready to go. I just read that about him. So I don't know. We'll see. He's going to get his shot. He'll get a good look in camp. You know, well, the if CJ Conrad's not on the injured list or whatever, then I got it wrong in the insider. I'm pretty sure he's on the injured list though. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, is he? yeah, I mean, I, I guess the question is, Chris, who's a guy okay, that maybe okay. you don't, that people don't know that could really jump in their second year with better coaching, say. With better coaching? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know. There's, there's going to be a few of them. I really don't know right now. Um, you know, uh, uh, the one kid to look out for, I mean, seriously, is Big George, though, the, you know, the seventh-round pick of last year. Yeah, yeah. You know? The guy who went against um, Josh Allen in practice all the time, right? Yeah, so, you know, Big George is a kid. You know, he's a, you want to talk about a mammoth human being, too, man. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, look, we'll see what he has. You know, Judge is going to give him a good look, too, in camp. Uh, starting OTAs in April, you know. So, I uh, suppose he's clear from the concussion. He's ready to go. So, there's one name to keep an eye on right there. There's a kid that could maybe help us on our offensive line. Yep. Uh, another kid, Jerry, let's see if they go out and sign a free agent or if they do, you know, draft a tackle. Um, but if not, for some reason, you know, him, Gates, those guys are yeah. those guys you got to keep an eye on, man. Yeah. Gates, right? Yeah. There we go. Uh First of eight. Jerry, one's oh, Jerry, just quick. Yes. Jerry. Yes. What do you got? It wouldn't shock me to see Mike Remis come back in another one year deal. Oh, no. I probably put it in the insider. I hope he comes back for depth. Yeah, that's fine. I'm taking it. Did you? Yeah. Hey, no, yeah. He, played, he played bad last year. He did not play bad last year. Yeah, I think the Giants, I think the Giants oh, should oh. sign him to come back. <clears throat> right. Okay. I, I, okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know you wrote that. But um, yeah. yeah, so it shouldn't, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see Remis back here another year. But go ahead. Um, so, first of H1's name. From all the rumors and reports from sources we hear, which one do you guys think is the most believable from free agency to the draft? So not without bashing anybody. When you hear somebody say a rumor on Twitter or, you know, in NFL circles, Chris, which is the guy that he's like, oh, that's probably true. What, reporter? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, probably Schwartz from the Post. Yeah, I was going to say, I, your, your boy Glazer, I thought. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Jay Glazer. Yeah, Jay Glazer would be number one. Yeah, yeah. He's a. Yeah, I know we're, we're we're both like whenever whenever he says something, it's like, oh man, that's probably yeah. true. Well, Jay, you know, Jay doesn't shoot out four million tweets about four million rumors. Usually, when he comes out with something, it's yeah. pretty much dead on. So yeah, Glazer would be number one, yeah. no question. Uh, follow Glazer on Twitter, and if he says something, it's more or less going to happen. Yeah. Right. Just a guy from the Bronx. Now that Ogletree and Martin have been launched <laughs> and Connolly is recovering from his injury, do we have anyone at inside linebacker who can actually cover the position? Shouldn't this position be emphasized just as much as DN, uh, O-line, since we are constantly getting beat by tight ends? No, there's no one on the roster right now, right? Outside of, no, no, right? <laughs> nobody. No, there's nobody on the roster right now. <laughs> I, mean, I expect to see it upgraded, you know, but no, not right now. Nope. I mean, it's not even like the Giants need so many linebackers right now, like between free agency and the draft. Like there, there's got to be at least three or four that come in between free agency and the draft, I would think. And, and you know, and I'm including Edge with that. Well, look, they're going to try to address the inside, Jerry, you know, yeah. um, the guy, the guy next to Connolly has got to be addressed and, and it will be, you know, um, and you're going to look for the other guy, the other edge, you know, but you know, don't forget you know, you do have X-Man. I'm not saying you could just go into 2020 with just X-Man and Carter right. and feel safe about that. But you know what? Yeah. I could tell you this, Jerry. The Giants really feel they got something with X-Man. Oh, I like you know? X-Man too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they feel they got a guy that could get to the quarterback here. He, you know, he had four and a half last year's rookie year, I think it was. And um, yeah. four and a half, I believe. And they feel they got something with this kid. Now, they also felt that. And so did I about Lorenzo Carter going into year two, and that didn't pan out too right, well. Right. Um, but this kid X Man is a kid they they think they got an edge you know, a kid that could come off that you know play forty snaps a game 
come off that edge and get get you some sacks. So, uh, but the bigger need, you know, the biggest need obviously is going to be getting that sack, you know, that edge guy. And but they do need somebody to cover linebackers and running backs. I mean, that's where a Littleton could fit in. That's where the draft choice of Isaiah Simmons obviously would fit in big time. Right. Um, Chris no longer in St. Pete. Who has the <laughs> who has the faster forty? Where is he? I don't know where he is, but this is great. <laughs> who has the faster forty time right now between the two of you? Uh, I'll answer that, uh, Chris. Unless there's pizza at the end of the forty, at the end of the forty yards, then I have a shot. But no, I'd say Chris right now. Unless there's what? Unless there's like a pizza. If there's a pizza at the end of it, I, I may. I may beat you to it, but outside of that, pizza? Uh, yeah, pizza, like a pizza. If there's a pizza Jersey, at the end, Jersey. we're both running to hit. Yes. Jersey pizza? Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. Jersey versus Brooklyn versus, yes. We, you know, the, the pizza capital of the world, New Jersey, right? Wasn't that just on Twitter? Yeah, you know, I see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Oh, I love these scenario ones, Ryan Williams. This is a lot. This is a long one, though, Chris. Stay with me on this one. Ryan Williams at Ryan Williams 84. Which scenario do you prefer? A, draft Okuda and sign Clowney. B, draft Simmons and sign Byron Jones. C, trade down to 12 with Oakland, draft Andrew Thomas, get another first rounder next year. Uh, okay, sign Golden. A lot of scenarios, Ryan. Uh... Let's just do A and B because C is a little C is a bit much. So, would you rather have Okuda and Clowney or Simmons and Byron Jones, Chris? Uh, Simmons and Byron Jones. Yeah, I'd flip a coin. I, I'd be fine with either one. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll barely, I guess, agree with you because I, I guess just by a hair, I'd probably rather have Simmons and Jones. But if we had Okuda and Clowney, um, I would not be upset. So. Uh, Rio Kassoon at DeGenero13. Toronto, Canada. Nice. Yes, Giants fan up here too. Love the show. Question. Everyone is focused on wide receiver in the draft, but I'm more interested in Darius Slayton. What do you think his ceiling is with the Giants, and who do you compare him with? Who do you compare him to? Hashtag Canadian, hashtag buffoon crew. Good question, Rio. So, Chris, like, what are, what are we looking for in Darius Slayton year two? And then is there anyone that you can think of that he kind of reminds you of? Well, I'm looking for you. Listen, Slayton had, you know, what, eight touchdowns? By the way, Chris, have, so you noticed these, have you noticed these harder questions? I, leave, I let you go first so I can think of my yeah, answer. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> Slayton is a kid that you're looking for. What do you have, 40-plus catches last year, two touchdowns? Yeah. And now you're looking for him to get in the 60 range, 70 range, if you could. I mean, I, the, kid, the kid had a ton of potential, man. I mean, and his route running was what impressed me. The most for a kid that supposedly couldn't run routes coming out couldn't, of Oregon. couldn't run routes and didn't have hands either. Right, and um, and you know what? The thing that impressed me about Slayton is that he has a very and obviously this is very important. He has an excellent, excellent rapport going on with Daniel Jones. Yeah. Okay. Jones knows where he likes. It. He likes the ball. He loves that back shoulder fade, Slayton. And those two guys seem to have a very good connection going last year. You know, obviously they worked together in OTAs last year. They worked on the side a lot. I used to watch them on the side work. And that carried on to the field, you know, Jerry. And that's big. When you got that connection, two rookies connecting like that, and then you go into year two, man, I, you know, listen, I'm not going to put them up there all pro guys, you know, yet. But I tell you what, man, this kid here is going to be – he should be – a big time weapon for them next year, man. And he gets in the end zone, Jerry. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys, Jerry, a lot of guys, even Julio Jones is guilty of this sometimes where, okay, he might have 95 catches, but three touchdowns. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've got a kid here who had eight, okay, his first year. I mean, so this is a kid. If, he, if this is a kid that gives you eight to 10 every year, Jerry, that's, that's huge, man. Right. That's huge, right. you know? You know, and he remember he, got, he did a lot of this when Evan, you know, up those scenes, you know, yeah. because Evan was out a, 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 you know, a period of time. So, you know, this is, you know, Slayton's a kid. I think he's got a very high ceiling. I, you know, I, I got to know Darius a little bit. He's a hardworking kid, man. He takes his craft very seriously. Yep. The kid's a burner. Um, he, he could top off a defense, Jerry. And I expect um, a big year for him next year, uh, you know. 
I'm not going to say 100 catch. I'm just talking about a, you know, 60, 65, 70 catch a year, and maybe another eight to ten in the end zone. You know, and as far as comparing with somebody, what on the Giants? Um, well, I mean, anybody in general. Like, yeah, he, you know, he reminds me of like a more disciplined version of Ron Dixon back in the day. I don't know. He just, he, I, I know he's in. <laughs> Same, yeah, right. He's the same number too, so I guess that's easy. But he's a he's a fast guy. The, the difference with him is he goes up and gets the ball. Like his his pass catching ability was shocking to me. Like I just heard about Burner had one good game, which was the bowl game, um, and can't catch. And I, right. you know, I watch him in preseason. I'm like, this kid looks really good. Like I, wow, what a find. He might have been, you know, pound for pound the best draft pick uh, that Gettleman made. Right? It was yeah. what a sixth rounder, I think. Well, so uh, I think it was a fifth rounder. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know what? Another thing I heard out about Slayton too, is that he had a limited route tree. Yeah. Right. So, That's right. You know, right. Oh, he only, only won verticals. And then, you know, I remember asking Darius about this back in training camp in the beginning of the year about, you know, where to get that rep from it. And he basically said, well, that's all he wanted me to do. Right. <laughs> you know, because I could do one of the things he goes, but that was part of the game plan down here in Auburn, you know, and, right. and now you saw it this year. It's not just a limited route tree. He's not just a vertical. He's not just a deep post dude. You know, he could he could give you some hitches and digs and all and all those things. You know, right. so um, yeah, I expect a, I expect you know really good season out of him next year. And it's so important, Jerry, to have that connect, that that communication between your franchise quarterback and your and your and your young receiver. And, and those two guys really connect well, man. So hey, hopefully they take it to another level next year. Right, so we got a few more questions, but I want to ask this one because I know you have a you have a strong opinion on this one, and you may end up going yeah. off a little bit. Justin Gukins at Gukins Justin, what are your general thoughts on what's going on with the new CBA proposal? Seventeen game season, good or bad? Expanded playoffs, good or bad? As I say with Notre Dame players, Chris, the floor is yours on this one. <laughs> well, look, it's going to pass. The players are going to vote on it. Next yeah. week, yeah. and it's going to be in. Now, I don't like it. I don't like the 17 games. Right. Um, I think it's too much for these guys. Uh, I, I'm so sick of hearing owners act like they care about the players and their health. Right. And they turn around, they were pushing 18 games. Right. Okay. And right. now it's going to be down to 17. Um, I think it's, listen, I'm with the Aaron Rodgers. I'm with the Marquise Pounties. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're going to get a little more money. I, I understand that. Minimum wage is going to go up. I get it. Um, but to me, $5 billion spread out over 10 years is not a big deal. Yeah. Okay? It's not that much like they're trying to act like it is. Right. Seven, look, Jerry, I'm around these guys, man, and week four and five, these guys are all hurting. To add another game is just like, are you guys kidding me? What, here's a question that I have for you. What the hell was wrong with the way it is? What's wrong with 16 games? And the six playoff teams was great, right? That makes it so unique football, right? Yeah, right. It made it the six teams a conference. It made it so unique. It's so tough to get in the playoffs. Now they kind of now you have seven teams. Oh, okay. Is that the worst thing? No, I guess not. But right. to me, I just didn't like the seventeen games. Uh, it's not. It's just not right to the players. Uh, these guys are beat up, and now you're asking them to play another game. Now you're taking away a bye game. You know, if you're a second team, you might have to play 21 games to win the Super Bowl. You know, it's just not a sport for this. is not baseball. This is not basketball. You know, it's a unique sport where you get beat up after a few games, you know. and But it's just, it's just another case of the hypocrisy of the owners saying how much they care about their guys. But meanwhile, if it was up to them, Jerry, they would play 20 games a year. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I mean, no. we, we talked about this before. That's why I was kind of laughing at the question because I knew what your response was. I mean, it's, first off, it's not broke. Don't fix it. Football's a great sport. It's perfectly laid out. If anything, I wish it started a little later. I wish it started uh, you know, maybe, maybe the third week in September. I just think it's a little hot right. when, when it first started. That's just me selfishly saying that. But, you know, adding a game, it's stupid. I mean, seven, I, I just have, a, I have a, a thing about an odd number of games. That just seems weird to me. Um, that's right. one thing. But like you said, man, the player safety, like – don't tell me about player safety and how much you care and the pensions and this and that, and you're going to add another game to it. So if, over 10 years, it's like another season, basically. It's another 10, you know, another 10 games that you played. Yeah, yeah mean, Jerry, they wanted to, and let's not, Jerry, let's not forget, they wanted to add two games. Right, right, Remember? right. And now all, the, all, the records are, all the records are going to be rewritten. Um, you know, I, I guess it's yeah. good for like, like, it's good for guys 
that are on the cusp of making the NFL, there'll be a lot more guys making it. So that's cool, I guess. But as far as like the superstars go, it's terrible for them. I think it stinks. And Jerry, even that, you say, okay, there's more guys going to make the NFL. Okay, but they didn't make it in the first place. So now you're going to start getting some water deck. Now you're going to have some guys that really don't belong in the league in the league. Yeah, XFL. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. All right, that's what happens. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the point, the point I'm saying is, the league's making what, Jerry, thirteen to fifteen billion dollars a year with with the sixteen game schedule. Yeah. The ratings were back up last year and all that. They're going to be making even more money this year if they play the sixteen games. Like, what? Is that not enough, Jerry? Was that not right. enough? 15, 16, 17 billion a year? Right. No, you're right. You know? And, you know, and, I, and listen, a lot of veterans, a lot of players don't like it. Now, it's going to get voted in. You know that. I, I, you know, there's no question about it. It'll be voted in next week because the owners are giving a lot, you know, money-wise and all that. Yeah. And uh, for the new guys, they're going to love it and all that. But to me, don't I don't want to hear about you know, owners talk about player safety and this and that. And for the guy, and for the guys, Jerry, with four, five years in the league, three years in the league, and they say, "Oh yeah, this is great, seventeen games. I don't care. It's more money." I don't want to hear your mouth either about, "Oh, oh, this league is dangerous. These guys don't care about our safety." I don't want to hear about that anymore either, Jerry. Right. Because you know what? You voted for seventeen games, so don't come at me with some crap about, "Oh, you know what? You know, I, I, any player I could get into this and that." Uh, no, because right. you voted for seventeen games. So just, you know? Justin, Gook, Justin Gookins, great question. Question of the night, my friend. So two more, Chris, um, and great point. I mean, I, we, we, we talked about this last week off, off the air, if you will, and uh, yeah, basically feel the same way about it. Uh, Buffoon Blue at H.S. Peterson. Hey, guys, I still have nightmares about Eric Flowers. How do you rate this year's offensive tackle prospects compared to how you felt about Flowers pre-JF in 2015? That one's easy. Uh, Eric Flowers, everything you read up on him was he needs to be coached up. He has horrible form, very strong kid. So right away it was like, all right, that's going to be the Giants pick because they think they can coach anybody. No one was high on Eric Flowers. When the pick was made, we were disgusted. How do you rate these guys? You have four studs we just named. If they take any of them, you got to be happy, right? I mean, you know. yeah, I mean, you, you look at all the, you know, the draft guys who really are into this, you know, the, the so-called experts, the analysis, the analysts and all that, Jerry. If you take any one of these guys, I don't think anybody's going to say, what the hell did you take him at 4-4, right? Yeah, right. When the Giants drafted draft the Flowers, everybody was like, what? Right. Right? Right. So you're not going to hear that if the Giants go with a Beckton, if the Giants go with the kid from Alabama, Wills, or they're going to go with a Worth. Nobody's going to say, hey, what the hell did you draft him at 4-4? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? So yeah. there you go. There's your answer right there, my man. Whoever asked that question. I'm sorry. I forgot who asked it. Go ahead. Uh, buffoon Blue. Buffoon Blue, there's your answer right there. Whoever they take, that's pretty cool. He calls kids, himself Buffoon Blue. That's that's dedication. I mean, that is dedication. I kind of like that guy already. Gotta ask. I got. He's like Leeson. You know, he's got to get a question every uh, every podcast. Uh, last yeah, one. Right. Last one. This is an easy one. Warren at Osler. Warren coming to you from small town Wyoming. I don't know. Wow. I guess Wyoming. A, nice. Coming at you from small town Wyoming, where unfortunately the yeah. best pizza is at an Eagles bar. What is greater, your love for pizza or your hate for the Eagles? Hashtag man of the people, big trust, woo-woo. Hashtag pizza. <laughs> That's easy. I like pizza more than I hate the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on. I like pizza more than I hate the Eagles. But I will say, watching the Flyers destroy the Rangers right now is killing me. It's on. I keep glancing at it. Oh, my God. Philly just owns my life. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Anything else, pal? We got through. It feels like we got through about sixty questions. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I think uh, you know. Next week we should have uh, you know some more franchise tags and maybe a new CBA, and then teams are going to be really aggressive as soon as the CBA comes in. You know. Yeah. Look, well, and I mean, we'll have more yeah. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll uh, at a minimum we'll talk about. We could talk about the rumors on Twitter, and uh, we'll try and talk people off the ledge, which is what we try and do every week, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just printed uh, the latest version of the Giant Insider. It's the, uh, the free agency issue. Look, there's a lot of wishing in there. But, um, you know, we ranked, uh, you know, the positions, what we thought they should do. There are some positions where we say just kind of stamp pat. Center was one of them. It was go, go get your center in the drafts somewhere because, you know, the free agents weren't that great. Um, so it's not like a, hey, go spend $300 million. But, uh, look, it is a, a bit of a wish list. But, like I said, e, uh Chris's Eli Manning article, I think, is the highlight of the whole paper. So there you go. Well, 
thank you. Thank you. I hope, I hope everybody likes it. All right, everybody, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. Anything else, pal? No, that's it, man. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll, we'll talk again next week, you know, and then we'll start kicking it up for the free agency, man. Cannot wait until those free agents sign, and then we can talk about this. Uh, I know. just remember, yeah, just remind everybody that free agency starts March 18th, but March 16th, yeah. the agents can start talking to teams. So you start getting a real good feel on the 16th about what's going to happen. So. Yep, absolutely. Good point. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.